Hello and welcome to another drive-in double feature. I'm Ryan. I'm Nathan. And this is the podcast where we talk about two movies a week, every Tuesday and Thursday. But before I get into anything at all, we have a Patreon over at patreon.com slash drive-in double feature podcast. Just a fun area with extra content, which Nathan and I provide. We're playing some games, asking some trivia questions, getting into all kinds of mischief over there at Patreon. So go over there and check it out for only $5 a month. And everything goes back into the show. But if you choose not to, do not worry. Regular content is not behind any paywalls. So today, on Thursday, we are talking about 1992's The Public Eye, directed by Howard Franklin, starred Joe Pesci. Um, I So I think the reason why I picked this one is I was in the mood for some Joe Pesci. You know, I, was, <laughs> I get I, it. I wasn't, I, you know, I, I was, I was, cause I was thinking about his uh, performance in Tales from the Crypt and I was like, yeah, you know, I, I'd like to see more of that, please. Mm-hmm. And I want, but I didn't want to go with like a super obvious one, like my cousin Denny or anything like that. So good I wanted fellas. to, good fellas, that little B movie classic. So <laughs> I, so I wanted to go with something that I would hadn't seen and, this was on the list I saw uh, from 1992, you know, so he made it right after his big breakout that year. No, I'm, I'm glad you picked this one, actually, because Howard Franklin, who didn't make very many movies, but he actually made a movie I really like, uh, Quick Change. Well, that was actually his first movie. Oh, yeah. But Bill no, Murray. That's, that's, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's actually one of my favorite movies. I watched it for the first time a few years ago. and I, I love that movie. So I was like, OK, cool. I'm, I'm excited to watch this one. And hey. Nothing wrong with Joe Pesci. I, I actually read that he he want he picked this role because he wanted to capitalize on Goodfellas in that popularity boost. He wanted to be known as an actor, not just a character actor. Yeah, because I mean, Home Alone and Goodfellas, you know, both of those came out the same year. Two very different sides of Joe Pesci, but mm-hmm. very much in the same realm kind of character. It's like no like hothead like mm-hmm. that you know acts first and asks questions later that type of thing doesn't so it's uh this one i would um he's a he's very subtle in this movie he's yeah. not he's not he's not over the top at all just totally plays it straight the whole movie and mm-hmm. he plays a photographer um in this movie which is actually based off of a real person um, named Arthur uh, Ouija uh, Felig, I believe. Yeah, that's how you pronounce his name. And uh, he uh, he actually took a lot of the photos that you see in the movie are actual real photos that the real photographer took. Oh wow, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, and he was very notable in that he actually like a lot of the stuff that he did do in the movie, like we'll talk about later. Like he did take pictures of mob killings and. He always just had a knack. The reason why they called him Ouija is because of the Ouija board uh, and mm-hmm. that he just had kind of like this sixth sense where he would just know where a crime is about to happen and he would just be there. So he would always he always had like the knack for just showing up and taking a picture of like these crime photos. But um, he's not really like a, uh, a paparazzi type. He's just he takes a lot of like the photos of homicide he very much says like i you know he, he sees his pictures as as art they never it never is like this 
I'm doing this for the money type of thing. Like he, he makes it pretty clear. I think that he's kind of doing it for the art of it. Yeah, no, he ma- he makes that very clear that he he actually cares about these photos. He 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 believes in them. They capture they capture something, and I mean, we'll we'll get into it later. But that is a big part of his his shtick is that he has a book full of these photos that he wants to to sell. Like he's got an actual like I want to sell this book as art. And uh, one other thing too about the real life photographer. Uh, do you know the other movie that's also based off of his life? No, I don't. Oh, I know you know the movie, but it's a uh, <laughs> Nightcrawler. That makes sense because this movie made me think about Nightcrawler. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> Nightcrawler is a much darker uh, look at his career. It is, but I mean, there's a lot of the same themes in there where it's yeah. just like very intrusive, like doing whatever it takes to get like a photo or a mm-hmm. video in that case and that movie's based off of that and but uh, another funny part too which i sent to you before we recorded is mm-hmm. that we we mentioned it earlier in our uh oh uh, uh herschel gordon lewis right yeah where, where yeah. he directed like those uh nudie cutie type of movies where it's just like yeah girls just being naked nothing else and mm-hmm. <laughs> the real life for photo- the guy who this movie's based off of is starring in one of those movies. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, though I'm bringing it up right now, absolutely insane. Like, what? A, what a time in movies. <laughs> and and supposedly too, and I because I read this on multiple different places that Peter Sellers based the way that Doctor Strangelove speaks and Doctor Strangelove based off of this guy. What really? Yeah, I... but he just he just put a German accent on top of it. Gotcha. That's weird. I didn't know this guy was so popular. I didn't know he was such an influential figure. He was apparently, and I just was just reading this. I was like, really? Like, wow. Okay. So I just there's two major motion pictures based off of this guy's life. So interesting. Um, well, I will say Joe Pesci does not go. Um... Is it Richard? Something I know you're, no. you're thinking. Of, I, I thought you're thinking of the character's name, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal. Thank you. Yeah, no, he's definitely not going uh, like Jake Gyllenhaal. He's he, he plays him very likable. I think Joe Pesci, for one thing, is very likable in this role. I think he does it really well because this movie has a comedic tinge to it. It's not afraid to make a joke, but like you said, he plays it fairly straight. He plays it like the character is just kind of a witty character. It's just the, the comedy comes in just the links that he'll do to get a photo. Like he's not yeah. a funny guy. It's just, mm-hmm. he just, the, the links that he's willing to do, like they're kind of showing you like how crazy this guy is, is that there is a, somebody that got murdered and mm-hmm. they won't let him see the dead body. So he uh, pretends to be a priest and he jumps in the back of an ambulance and starts mm-hmm. ta- uh, saying a prayer for like this dead guy. And mm-hmm. And but really, it's like him checking like the light and the in the ambulance, making yeah. sure the lighting is good, and then also too, and then he just like whips out his camera and just starts taking pictures of a dead body, and the uh, EMT is just like, "What the hell?" like type of thing. And yeah. So it that that type of stuff is funny, but he's the kind of they're, they're saying though is that 
he's very well known. Like all the police know him. Yep. Like, everyone, everyone in town pretty much knows who he is. So he's got mm-hmm. all these connections and um, he's so well known is that um, a, a nightclub owner played by Barbara Hershey mm-hmm. um, eventually reaches out to him and wants him to kind of get some information on this one guy that's she's just wrapped up in a really crappy business deal with. Yeah, because the nightclub that she owns, her her late husband owned, and kind of had some bad dealings, um, and she's kind of put into a bad position. Um, also, I really want to say this um, this movie set in the twenties. Uh, that's a big deal because I got is, is it the twenties or the forties? Is it the forties? Well, it's set in the past. No matter what, it's set in the past, and the production design in this is incredible like it the is. look of it the makeup the hairstyle costumes it looks like like it just has a really great period piece look to it it does i mean it very much i i very much felt like i was taken to the past mm-hmm. and um it, it reminded I, me of um la confidential a lot something yes that. That, that's a good comparison um mm-hmm. it but it's they uh, they really do make you feel like you're a part of that time period, like a time capsule. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I really, what I really like is I think pretty much like everyone in the cast gave a really good performance. I mean, Barbara Hershey is good. She's really good. I liked her a lot yeah. in this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I really dug this movie. Me too. I, I really liked it. There, there are a few things in the ending it's one of those movies where like I could nitpick it and like pick some things I might not like, but I think overall, I really like the feeling. I like the acting. I like what the movie was going for. I think it's a really neat movie. It's a, it, it is a hidden gem. I think more people need to see this one. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, I mean, it's not perfect, but it's, it is something where it's just like, huh, like why? No, I've never heard anybody mention this movie ever. No. So no. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, just like getting into the plot, you know, he she hires Joe Pesci and automatically there's kind of a relationship there. And I, I th- this is one thing I really like about Joe Pesci's character here. Um, the great Bernzini. He really likes Barbara Hershey. Like he starts to fall in love with her over time. But he he's always got like he's got that one guy that's always on his shoulder. And even you can tell in his head and he's like, hey, you're short. You're kind of chubby. Why would she ever go for a guy like you? But they actually build a really great relationship. I, I really do like that because, I mean, they, they at first they kind of peg him to be like this, like, I'm just doing this for the art type of thing. I don't I don't do favors for anybody because yeah. there's like other mobsters. It's like, he's like, why are you helping out this girl? Like, I asked you to take a picture of my uh, daughter at her communion or whatever, and you wouldn't even do Mm -hmm. that type of thing. And it's just, he's so infatuated with Barbara Hershey's character, but he's Mm -hmm. not like over the top, like flirty with her. He's just like going that extra mile in this job for her Mm -hmm. that it's showing you like, Hey, he, he really is, has got a thing for this girl because he's, yeah. he's, he's going to these links. And, yeah. Cause I mean, it, it, it does. I mean, the stakes get raised pretty high in this movie because it does start out as a very small time. Like, okay, this guy's figure out what this bozo is doing in my club type of thing. Mm. And after that, like he, he kind of gets wrapped up into this big entanglement of like, 
the FBI, like trying to figure out who this guy is and yep. these two rival crime families going after each other because this, oh yeah, this is how you know it's from the forties. Cause it's uh, during the, it's gas rationing tickets for yes. the gas pumps. Yeah. Um, so. and that, that's what it is. I think that's the one thing that I took out of this movie is I, I thought the mystery plot could have been done better. Like, cause all it is, is it's about illegal gas rationing or black market gas rationing cards that are being distributed and i guess to me it, it wasn't like crazy satisfying but i mean i guess i do like its connection to the time and place it works well enough no and i agree i mean if if i was going to make a nitpick about it it's just yeah. i i really wasn't that invested in the actual crime part of it <laughs> but i there was enough there where you know i i was still interested in it I, yeah it, it wasn't i didn't hate it but i wanted a little more there yeah but i i do i do think that that plot line oh stanley tucci's in this um he he shows yeah. up and i i really like his role he's part of one of the crime families um and after god joe pesci really goes a mile and a half because he he stops taking pictures at a certain point and he just wants to find stuff out and um and Stanley Tucci like actually is like um what what would you say um he, he's telling on his own family to the other mob he's like hey you can kill the rest of my family don't kill me right he's he's ratting out his ratting. entire family yeah he's uh basically they're telling him like hey we're gonna murder this whole family but you gotta but in order for us not to kill you gotta tell us and I really, what I really like is uh, how Joe Pesci like, gets under his skin in that one scene because Joe Pesci does take a picture of Stanley Tucci with the uh, rival crime boss. And that's mm -hmm. pretty much if he shows it to, like, to his actual family, it would get him killed. So uh, Joe Pesci shows up and he's just like, hey, I, I've given this photo to my three most trusted friends. So if something happens to me, that photo goes out to your boss and... <laughs> I, I what I like to like when he's in the kitchen like Stanley Tucci is like really agonizing over like spilling his guts to Joe Pesci and but Joe Pesci he's got like so many photos of him he's just like tossing him in the kitchen <laughs> keeps... like yeah what about like what about this what about this uh-huh yeah I really like that um and I I love Joe Pesci just in this movie how he's able to push buttons and kind of manipulate like there's that really good scene where he finds out where he has to sneak up to the top of the the tower. Um, and there's that security guard downstairs. And he's like, oh, let me take your picture. And then he's like, oh, but there's something there's something in your teeth. But I love how he plays. He's like, oh, well, it won't show up in the magazine. So let me just take a picture of you. And of course, the security guard's like, no, 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 no. Let me go to the bathroom and get it out. And that's that's his way to sneak up. I thought that was really smart. And I thought that was a really funny scene. Yeah, he's definitely uh he's he's a smart guy in this movie yeah. like he's he's because he knows like how to get out of a lot of these sticky situations and mm -hmm. he's able to kind of play it out how he wants it to go yeah and um but i really just like you know he starts getting all wrapped up in this type of thing and he's just getting deeper and deeper involved in it and he's having to use all of his connections when he gets in there and uh he does eventually find out that there's going to be like a big shootout mm -hmm. and he's, he figures out how to like take pictures. He's willing to like throw himself into like this battlefield of like 
he knows yeah. there's going to be like a hail of gunfire, but he's like, I'm going to be right there on the scene. And mm-hmm. so much so like he, he figures out a way to take a picture of himself taking pictures. That's and... kind of the first selfie. If you think about it. Yeah. He didn't have a selfie stick though. That's true. That, that would have been good, but I do love like, he has like the little, it's like a cart holding his like camera. Right. And it like takes the picture of himself. Uh, yeah. It's like a little timers on there. Yeah, I, I, I like that. Um, I actually like that scene a lot because there's a lot of build up to it. They do a good job with like the tenseness of it because he makes the deal with like the chef and he was like, hey, you just let me in, just hide so I can see this. And he's just hiding in the corner behind some tables and chairs and he snaps some pictures of the, the mobsters getting shot up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, and I really like too because they don't tell him eventually, you know, they don't tell him where the shootout is going to happen. Mm-hmm. But, what I really like how he does it, how he f- figures it out where the shootout is happening is that he calls all the restaurants yep. and, and figures out like if they have availability, that means the shootout's not going to happen. And he, and he, when the one he finally gets to where it's like, like, Oh, oh we're all booked this night. Sorry. And he's like, Oh, that's it. That's the it, one. Yep. And he like heads right out the door <laughs> to there. Um, yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I don't know, like, he starts building up this chemistry with Barbara Hershey. I thought they had really good chemistry with each Me other. Me too, yeah. And, and they, they do eventually kiss, you know, because she's kind of enamored with him because uh, he's able to do all this stuff. And, you know, he's starting to fall more, more, more in love with this person because throughout the beginning of the movie, you know, like I said, he wants to do this for the art. He wants to be a famous photographer, Mm-hmm. And uh, he's trying to get like an art gallery of everything done. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, at this point now he's kind of losing like that interest. And now he's just wanting to be with Barbara Hershey. Yeah, exactly. But he, he's kind of losing a little bit of the focus. And, and the whole time, I, I don't know if you felt this way. You have this fear, like like she is set him up like completely, like everything is set up against him because then that's how these movies go that's how a noir goes you have the femme fatale that's what i thought too yeah Yeah. um Um, oh we didn't say too uh one of the security guards at the club is actually a young jared harris yeah he actually is like a a huge like not a huge part but a really big part in this movie because he's the one who's always like uh you, you can't let this bernzini guy in he's he's a really bad influence don't let him through the door kind of guy yeah, well, because, you know, he's a real slimy type of character where he's just like, he, he wants to do, he'll do anything. And he's like, mom, you don't want him in the club, you know, he's, <laughs> he's setting the bad precedence. And, uh, and she's like, what? Like, I am your boss. Like, what are you doing? Like, like I keep telling you to let this guy in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. And, but I don't know this, this guy, I don't know. He's, he's a scuzzball, I guess. And you know I what? Yeah. Bernzini is not I love him uh actually I really like I really like Joe Pesci I know I've said this multiple times in this episode but he he really does a good job <laughs> I think he's no. what holds he holds part of this movie on his back well I mean it's it's his movie I mean it's yeah. he's, he's he's the main character so I mean mm-hmm. it's there's a lot of weight but he carries it just fine and yeah. and he and he makes sure that every picture with a dead body in it they got a hat on. People like the hat. <laughs> I, I did like that. Bit. He's like, where's the hat? Like, put the hat down. I want to see the hat. <laughs> yeah, with his giant camera. His huge camera with the huge light bulb. 
Yeah, he, and like the bulb always shoots out, and he's just like, he's got to throw it, throw it. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't doesn't care at all. Um, mm-hmm. I but I do like, I do like the ending of the movie because it's uh, it's got like a very tragic type of ending where it's just like it ends kind of like on a sad note where, mm-hmm. um, Joe Pesci. I mean, spoiler, you know, for this movie is that you know she was. She wasn't setting him up all the time, but she mm-hmm. kind of took this last minute deal with one of the crime bosses where she got out of the contract with, with one of the crime family. If she kind of mm-hmm. like ratted out Joe Pesci where he was type of thing. So it wasn't, yeah. she was kind of really, she was upset that she did that, but she's like, well, I had to look out for myself. I'm sorry type of thing. And, um, yeah. and, it, and then Joe Pesci, at the end of this, you know, he does become a very famous photographer and he's got like a crowd full of people. They're all like giving him this adulation, everything he always wanted. But now the one thing that he actually did want, he can't have now. It's just like he didn't he doesn't really care about the fame anymore. Exactly. It, it was never really about the fame. And, and he just looks somber, I guess, a little little depressed. Um, and I mean, I there's one line from the ending on like two where they take a picture of him. He's like, I don't like getting my picture took. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, because he says that in the beginning of the movie. He said, yeah. everybody loves getting their picture took. And then uh-huh. and then, yeah, and he's like, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I thought that was pretty good. But yeah, he just drives off. It, it ends that ending, at least, I think is the perfect way to end this movie. It's just kind of it, it was a tragic tale in a way. Yeah. And I mean. Most film noirs don't end on a happy note anyway, nope. but um, if we hadn't said enough, I really enjoyed this movie a lot. I uh, mm-hmm. I think it deserves more praise. More people should talk about it. Um, yeah. I mean, if you're looking for like a modern, like a, a more modernized film noir, I mean, this is pretty close to ones I've seen in the 90s. Like there's not many... I can think of offhand from the nineties that mm-hmm. do like a film noir like this where it's set in the old times. So no. I, uh, I, I give this one a, a pretty big recommend on my end and I mean, check it out. I, I, I guarantee you probably haven't seen this one. Cause like I said, I haven't heard too many people talk about it. No. It, yeah. I can just mirror exactly what you say. It's uh, a really cool, really nice looking movie with a really great central performance. Uh, check it out. Yeah, definitely worth your time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But I think we're going to shut our public eye and yeah, and go to sleep. Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and talk and but we're going to open our oh. Tuesday eyes to <laughs> our tuesday pick so nathan what is that gonna be all right so next week we are doing a war movie week it's war yeah it's time to go to battle for some movies. what is it good for uh absolutely nothing except for some really good movies and let's hope that these ones are good we are talking about on tuesday hornet's nest which is streaming on tubi i can hear the buzz already but (laughs) Anyway, uh, thank you so much for joining us. If you have any thoughts, opinions about the podcast, if you want to let us know your crimes of passion, please email us over at drive and double feature podcast at some gmail.com. 
Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at DIDFPod and check out the Patreon once again at patreon.com slash drive and double feature podcast. But until next time. Until next time. Oof.